Hi, it's uh, 10 o'clock in Finland and this is Out of Line episode 25. <clears throat> Today our topic is Finland raped and that's from uh, the European uh, coronavirus uh, fund where Finland said, okay, we'll pay 15 billion to the other countries for no reason. <clears throat> and uh, that's why I chose the fortunate son song because they always ask for more more and more and in the intro you saw the two different finlands you have the enriched finland with africans fighting each other and the police and you have an uh, older guys uh, log surfing finnish style like it uh, was in the 1700s Uh, that was from Eastern Finland, where there are no enrichers. So uh, <clears throat> there are some far-right extremists that claim that the older Finland was better, whereas the progressive people, they say that uh, enrichment is good and uh, multiculturalism is... Uh, diversity is our strength, but we've, as a neutral uh, platform, We've been looking at both sides and we have very big difficulties understanding um, why uh, why is this. But uh, yeah, and also another topic that we'll be handling is uh, there's a, um, on a Friday, on Friday we didn't have a show because uh, we had friends that uh, stormed in here from uh, southern Finland and they were, uh, they drove 400 miles to escape the uh, multiculturalism and also take our old sofa because it's a collector's item in Finland. I don't know why, but they, they took it from us and uh, this is what they took from us. And uh, yeah, so we couldn't uh, stream on Friday. But on Friday there was a political murder attempt in central Finland. And it's a very... Oh, claimed to be political. Yeah, an alleged uh, political... At least a guy was very heavily... A politician was very heavily uh, um, assaulted by two unknown guys. And this guy, he's not very uh, proficient with the, with the media. Uh, here's his uh, interview from the, uh, the hospital. And he was hit 21 times on the head. And uh, his thumb is uh, gone and uh, three ribs also are gone and the the only guys that have interviewed this guy are of course the alternative media because in Finland in Finland the media is the gayest in the world there are, there's every year reporters without borders uh, they make a classification which media is the gayest and Finland is always number one and uh, they never They never interview anything. They never. The only thing they they have in the news is uh, drag queen story hours and other retarded stuff, and also uh, headlines about how Finland won in the European Union by giving 15 billion euros to French banks and German banks. So our media is the gayest in the world. Maybe next year they will win the trans uh, prize. Uh, 
I don't know. But okay, so these are basically our topics. This alleged attempted murder in uh, of this guy and uh, the European Union heist. By yeah, the, we also have uh, uh, like the story to dispute the, the claim that uh, white people should always have as many white babies as possible. I have run into the woman who definitely shouldn't have any more white babies, <laughs> but we will get um, into that in more detail later on. Yeah, I noticed uh, Poseidon <laughs> is hosting and he's always saying that uh, make white babies. So we have a case... Uh, what was the... Uh... It's there very in the end. Okay, so it's... Uh... The third from... Okay, Bola. Annette. Okay, so we have 26-year-old Annette and uh, she's a whore and she has uh, given birth to seven kids. No, uh... six. Uh, uh, the seventh is still in her belly. Okay, and uh, she has... Those kids have five different fathers. And as you can see, uh, the, the headline is that Anna 26 receives a cruel critique for her seventh uh, birth. A, okay, so we, this is the media in Finland. We have uh, only retarded shit in the, <laughs> the news and it's, uh, it's irritating. And that's why we, we must... Uh, share this with the world because nobody else in the world understands our uh, our language and uh, our language is very cool but nobody else seems to understand it even the well integrated immigrants that have spent uh, 40 years in finland none of them speak uh, our language even look at edward dutton even he doesn't uh, okay he's been only 13 years but he doesn't uh, i don't I have nothing against him, of course, but he's a friend of us, ours. Uh, we have uh, Nerms sending a diamond with a message, and uh, so what? Sent messages, uh, sent uh, lemons without messages, and weirdos unite from the UK, says, at work, but ma mass respect from the UK. Mm, thanks. Thanks. It's cool to have uh, English speaking viewers, uh, so we know that it, this is not only our. Regular Finnish uh, crew that is just watching uh, us speaking in English. Because many times on a Periscope I get messages from uh, liptards in Finland that say that oh you your English is uh, is retarded and you you don't you can't speak real English and and so on. But those Finnish liptards uh, they they are what they are. We know that people abroad, they, they listen to us because we have interesting uh, content. Blob uh, asks, was the old couch red? Yeah, it was. That's right. Uh, it was red. And uh, well, the color is... Uh, I don't see color. <laughs> okay, so where should we start with? Uh, should we take the... Uh, the murder attempt. Yeah, let's begin with, begin with that. Also, I have an an interesting thing uh, from France. There was all, again, yet again, a murder. The enrichers killed a a French woman, twenty three year old. We'll uh, we'll check that also. Okay, so uh, I don't know 
this this guy he was assaulted in his home uh, on a Friday at 10 a.m. in the morning and this video is from Saturday and he was hit 21 times in the head with probably a metal object and he was kicked while he was uh, lying on the floor one of his his left thumb is uh, gone and uh, <clears throat> yeah that's uh, that's the, the story in the, and the man the, is like a, a local uh, councilman and he lives in this small town of Jämsänkoski I think it has uh, 7500 uh, people living in there and uh, uh, according to this man uh, uh, his story has changed a few times, but I'm not sure what is going on there. Like, is he lying or is it simply that he was hit on the head so he doesn't uh, remember things clearly? Both are very much possible. Uh, but, his, uh, but he says that uh, somebody rang the doorbell and uh, said that they have mail for him uh, from the Finns party uh, headquarters. And they asked for his ID, so he went to get his wallet and he returned to the door and when he opened the door, they attacked him. And um, uh, at first he said that they were Arab looking. Uh, but then police uh, made an announcement that uh, they have some eyewitnesses who say that uh, who say differently. The police didn't say what the eyewitnesses say, but they simply say that it was something different from what this man was saying. So then this man uh, changed his story too. And uh, here you need to understand that uh, he's a, a sort of a boomer con, like this uh, older generation, conservative type. So he changed his story and uh, he still uh, says that he believes it was political violence because of his party affiliation to the Finns party. Uh, but now he says that it was the far right who must have done it. And he says that he is 100% sure that it was the far right. Yeah, he's uh, from the so-called True Finns party. And in uh, 2015, he spoke against the asylum center in his area. And he believes that since th three weeks ago, the asylum center was closed. He believes that uh, at first he said that yeah, it's probably... Uh, the migrants that are angry at me because uh, five years ago I spoke against this and the immigration office this year closed the asylum center because of uh, the coronavirus and no uh, migrants uh, entering the country. So his speeches have nothing to do with uh, the asylum center closing. So he, but still, he said in the beginning, he said, yeah, they were Arab looking and uh, they might, it's sure that they hate me because of uh, my, my anti immigration takes. But uh, then, as Tina said, um, in, on uh, Saturday or Sunday, he changed his story and he said, uh, I think it's the far right that is uh, targeting me because. Uh, in our party, I have been fighting against the far right. <laughs> and uh, uh, the thing is that um, serious political violence 
is extremely rare in Finland. Like you have the normal Antifa types, maybe mugging people in the street or something like that, but you don't really see political murders in Finland. I think it was like a hundred years ago that we last time had a political murder in here. And uh, so it's literally much more likely that you will win in the lottery than uh, that you will be a victim of uh, a serious uh, case of political violence. So c coming from that alone, it sounds very suspicious that uh, the story would be about political violence because they are simply so rare that if you have a case of uh, aggravated assault or attempted murder, it's much more likely than th that the motive is something other than pol politics. And then, of course, there is the victim, that the victim isn't some high-profile politician like a parliament member or any sort of celebrity. This case was the first I heard of this person, and uh, I know pretty much everybody in the Finnish nationalist scene, like, this is a small country, so it's not... A, it's it's not easy to miss significant people. So if this is the first time we hear of this guy and we have been active here for years, then he can't be that famous <laughs> famous in the nationalist scene. Uh, but his stories all revolve around him being some sort of a significant political force and him ending up on all sorts of hit lists because of that. Yeah, but, but, but the migrants hate him and the far right hate him because he's the he's he's, the, he's like the big boss. He's the the centrist. He he fights against migration and also the far right. That's what he says. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, I have been very suspicious about this political motive from the very get go and. Initially, when the story was that uh, the attackers were, were Arab-looking, I saw a lot of uh, Finns party members like these um, conservatives being absolutely certain that it's a political violence and it's because of because this man had uh, uh, opposed uh, the asylum center in his hometown five years ago, and it doesn't make any sense. Like. Okay, the asylum center in his hometown was uh, shut down, but it wasn't a city council decision to begin with. It was a decision of the immigration office, which is like a, a, a state office. It's not a local office at all. And local politicians have nothing to do with it. And uh, second of all, it's not that these migrants take closing down one asylum center that seriously like especially since it's in a small rural town like Jamsankoski uh, I don't think any migrant will be too upset about having to leave that place and go somewhere else because they don't want to live in these uh, rural neighborhoods anyway they want to live in the big cities so I I I have a I have very much trouble believing that any migrant would kill because they want to stay in the small town of Jämtankoski with the population of 7500 people yeah so here's the uh, uh, the immigration office uh, that published three weeks ago that uh, they will uh, be closing these asylum centers and the first on the list is the one that uh, 
he's dealing with, but uh, he has no power over. Um, so they are monitoring the situation and, and so on. So the fact I, I have also been against the asylum centers here and much more fiercely than this guy. And uh, I haven't been hit by uh, any, uh, well, there's bike locks and other stuff, but not in, in our hometown. Yeah, and like you have been uh, threatened by actual criminals like, um, uh, what was the name? Uh, Pizza Mafia. Yeah, the, there's a... Uh, we have Simasek, a, Simasek brothers. Yeah, yeah, we have. A, they are like uh, these. Uh, what are, are they Turkish? Yeah, I think there's. A, yeah, we, this this set of Turkish brothers who run uh, several pizza joints in our hometown, and they're called the Pizza Mafia because they have this sort of racketeering, money laundering operation that they run through their uh, restaurants and uh, they have been convicted for it and even their lawyer who is Finnish also got convicted for crimes related to uh, the restaurants uh, and they have sort of been annoyed at UNES for uh, talking about their crimes so there have been some threats from their part uh, but that's exactly it that and UNES is a has a much higher profile than this uh, victim uh, has uh, he's much more famous and much more hated by the left and uh, and the migrant activists migrant criminals that sort of people and still nothing serious has happened so i i i just can't really believe that this would be political yeah and also this guy i have nothing against this guy but uh, at first he said that uh, when uh, when the two Arab-looking guys uh, rang his bell. Uh, they asked for his ID because they were like the like the FedEx uh, thing in uh, the judge that was uh, whose son was killed in uh, the Epstein uh, judge. That was uh, there was one guy that uh, posed as a FedEx agent. So th these guys did the same, but uh, two days before that. And uh, they said that well, we have some flyers from the party. Can we see your ID? And that town is so small that nobody would ask for your ID. Even here, if I get some mail or some packages, they never ask for my ID. And we, we are living in a much bigger town. And he said that he had 1,400 euros in his wallet. And at first he believed it was stolen, but then... When the police investigated, they found the wallet, so even that money wasn't stolen. And then when he was in the uh, the hospital, he claimed that the doctors had said that he had been hit 21 times by an object that would probably be a hammer. So if you, if you hit someone 21 times with a hammer... Uh, I don't you you I don't think they will survive. I've never hit anybody in the head with a hammer yet, but um if I were to hit someone in the head with this object, I I think it would be much worse than that. So the problem is uh this guy uh his way of uh giving information to the public 
it's not very reliable because we don't know what the doctors really said and we don't we've we've had some friends that said that they uh, they have experience uh, as uh, doctors and uh, no doctor would say this kind of stuff that he was telling the the media and the especially the alternative media so this guy uh, I don't know, maybe he's honest, but uh, his way of speak. maybe it's the region in Finland that they, they have this way of speaking that is not um, familiar to the rest of Finland, because in Finland normally you say stuff and it's accurate. But this guy, he has the ability to, to, to give out information that at first it sounds like something, but then when you think about it for five minutes, it seems... Because if you hit even once with this... It will uh, go through the skull. It will break your skull. So, uh, And if these guys were so professional that they uh, they left the wallet, they didn't take anything. They've been on the run for, what, four or five days now. And uh, the case was given today to the Finnish FBI. And uh, they haven't been found Maybe they are so professional that, uh, first of all, they probably should have been masked, and maybe they were masked. But for some reason, this guy says first that they were Arabs, and then he says that they were uh, the far right, the Finnish far right. And it, he also said that their accent was foreign, but then he said no, their their dialect was uh, from another region. But he, at the same time, he says that it's the local far right. And but, nobody. But if it were the local far right, their accent would probably be some something that he understands. Yeah, and first of all, no Finnish person mixes uh, Finnish dialects with uh, foreign accents. They sound completely different. You can immediately tell whether you are speaking to uh, another Finn who speaks in a yeah. in a Finnish dialect or whether you are speaking to a foreigner. It's it's obvious. Nobody, not even a child, could mix those two. And, yeah, yeah. and second of all, uh, yeah, exactly what Yune said, that uh, if he says that it's the local far right doing it, why would they speak in the dialect of some other area? And also saying that, yeah, they spoke in a strange dialect, it's a bit bizarre because Finnish has a lot of dialects, but usually people can tell pretty much where the air, what areas dialect that is from. So you don't have like people going around speaking some sort of Finnish that nobody has ever heard. People usually recognize that, okay, that, that uh, is a Bosnian dialect, that is a, a Lapland dialect, and so on, and so on. So it's strange that he would first mix it with a foreign accent and then not not even be able to tell what sort of dialect it it's, was. It's like a guy was hit in uh, in Mississippi and at first he said, yeah, they were Mexicans. They spoke in a Mexican accent and then he said, no, maybe maybe they were from New York. No, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and it's very weird and of course his injuries are very severe and that's a, a real case and also this is an interesting well interesting it's a double standard in the media and with the uh, the other politicians 
the other politicians, they are whining about uh, racism and microaggressions and uh, all the, the bullshit that they come up with. Here we have a guy that was clearly severely hit and he has injuries and he's on camera. And uh, the libtards, they are like saying that, yeah, this is, he caused it to himself. Uh, it's not uh, very probable. There's, there are some unclarities with this case, but it doesn't look like he did it himself or he asked someone to to almost kill him. It's a clear violent case, but it was downplayed in the media. At first, when he said they were Arab looking, the media didn't pay attention. But when he said, I, I think it's now I think it's the far right, then the media is uh, instantly they are on the radio, they are making headlines, they're saying, yeah, the far right attacked this old guy. So maybe this guy is a genius and he plays 4D chess and uh, he wants to uh, expose the double standards that when at first it's migrants suspected, the media doesn't uh, say anything. But when it's the far right, the media is uh, instantly on the case. No, I don't. I, uh, like, does, okay, be honest. Does this guy seem like the big brain maybe, conspiring type to you? Maybe he, maybe he just plays... Uh... No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and I... Vanta Nazi said in the comment section that he said, that the victim said it might be far right. No, he didn't say that. He said he's sata varma, that it's far right. So he said he's 100% sure that it's, it's, it's the local far right. Yeah, it's the far right, because I... I am the one that blocked the uh, candidacy of some other uh, candidates from his own party. It's like, um, how would you say? It's like the the Republicans, and there would be one guy that had uh, said that I don't want Trump to be the candidate, <laughs> and then Trump would send uh, guys. Uh, almost kill, killing the guy. And so what says that he looks more like the last guest who leaves the local pub. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. It could be. And also we, we check the court records and we are not 100% sure, but at least a guy in his local district court uh, has some cases with uh, uh, economic crimes and also he's uh, in debt f to some people. So maybe he has some shady businesses and that's the real thing. And all this story about the migrants and the far right, maybe that's just to cover uh, for his uh, second life or his uh, his hidden life. We don't yeah, know about this. Because we don't know anything about this guy. And uh, if we let's let's just ignore everything, uh, all the details of this case. So we know that there has been uh, assault, even an attempted murder. So what are the likeliest causes for something like that? If you look at the crime stats in Finland, uh, first of all, it's some sort of a personal feud, like uh, people getting into an argument uh, uh, about something uh, <clears throat> in their personal lives and that uh, escalating into violence. Second of all, relationship stuff. 
like uh, fighting over women or uh, fighting within marriages or something like that, uh, fighting between couples. And uh, then you have uh, all sorts of business dealings uh, in which uh, somebody um, <clears throat> might have uh, screwed someone over. There might be like a financial gain to be won with, uh, with the crime. There might be like a, a revenge idea behind it or something like that. Uh, and then there are all the uh, different versions of uh, like robbery that because I saw some people say that yeah but they but they knew who this guy is so it it can't have been like a random thing but you can find who out who he is by simply like looking at names from the mailboxes like going through the trash can of the building so it's very easy to find out who people are and often uh, like even burglars, they know much more about people because it's so easy these days to get information about people. Like you know, all you need to do uh, to find out what sort of people are living in some building is go through the trash can and see what's there. So you can, and then just uh, connect uh, the mail to the right apartment to, yeah. from the names in the mailboxes and you pretty much ha have that okay this guy gets the party newspaper from the national coalition party okay this uh, this guy gets hunting magazines so maybe he has guns so let's not rob, rob his uh, apartment so it's very possible still that uh, even if uh, they knew who it is that it's still some sort of a robbery gone wrong and but his address is public public on the city council webpage, his address is complete there. Uh, he's, uh, but nothing was taken from him. He claims he had fourteen hundred euros. It's like fifteen hundred dollars in his wallet, and they didn't take it. So there's no robbery. <clears throat> nothing was stolen from him. He himself called the police uh, and the ambulance after this attack so they didn't even take his phone or his money and sometimes these um, uh, there can be the financial motive without there being much of uh, uh, loot to be had or even when uh, when there is no actual robbery happening in the NPR sometimes if you have amateurs doing what they do they might panic and they might run off and decide decide not to go through with it so that's also one possibility like um, in the murder of the Heino couple uh, that happened I think it was late 90s or early 2000s in Finland it was a bunch of teenage boys who murdered this middle-aged couple because they assumed that the man had a huge amount of cash on him but in the end they only got like a couple of cell phones and stuff because they didn't find any money so if you look at that case that okay this couple was shot with a rifle and only a couple of cell phones are missing so it might seem that okay this might not be a robbery this is just a hired hit because these people were just shot with rifle but nothing of value was stolen uh, but still it was that uh, in the end that financial motive that was uh, behind the crime yeah and if uh, well if the guys were young they didn't even need to if, if they wanted to take his money they 
they could have just uh, taken it. This guy wouldn't have resisted. They would say, okay, here's my wallet. Uh, yeah, but money. they were like uh, teenagers from like... Uh, uh, no, but this guy. Yeah. No, not the, the Yeah, amateurs. but uh, as I said, uh, there are all sorts of amateurs there and uh, who might panic and act irrationally. Uh, so, And there might be drugged up people like like uh, drug addicts who try to rob pe people to get money. So, so yeah, but had, their, their actions might not always be rational. Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird, very weird case. Uh, maybe maybe we'll get more information. Maybe they, the guys will be caught or maybe he will tell the police that, okay, sorry, I lied. And this is the, this is the real story. But uh, I don't know if there's more to to say about this. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think we can just move on. Okay, so uh, let's go to the the rape of Finland. Well, this is not the first time that Finland gets raped. Um, we uh, we have had uh, in Europe. We have had uh, the what they called coronavirus uh, relief fund and uh, well Finland our politicians our social democrats there before this meeting that happened this weekend they said that uh, Finland first uh, is is a wrong ideology this is what they say said before this meeting they said we don't it's wrong to to put Finland first because they are all about solidarity. Social Democrats and also the other parties in Finland, they are communistic parties. And it's uh, very sad to, to witness this. Uh, we could uh, look at this guy. This is a two-minute uh, clip from Euronews. I... Uh, when was this published? Um, this was actually today, yeah, this morning. Today. This was a Good Morning Europe. And uh, this guy, everybody hates this guy. Because uh, he, I don't know, he, everybody hates, he's a, I wanted to see something from uh, the foreign media. So I went to Euronews. And they give me this interview. And this guy, he's a fin, uh, Finnish Swede. And now he's... Uh, he fucked up Finland. And now he's in Italy. He has a... Uh, he acts like a professor in, in Italy in the University of uh, Florence or Firenze. And this guy, he he's always biking. He's, he's nobody can stand him. He's an insufferable guy. Uh, do you need the uh, headphones? <coughs> well, no. Yeah, you, yeah you, she, we you, just watched it like this. Even Tina doesn't want to hear this. Uh, this guy. This package is historic. It's historic in terms of size. It's historic in terms of scope, and actually, it's historic in terms of speed. I think this was a 
big victory for Charles Michel and Ursula von der Leyen, and it was also a big victory for European leaders. This is a good thing for Europe, no matter which side you look at it, look at it from. To be honest, I think there will always be fault lines inside the European Union. The European Union is about compromise, and usually it goes in three phases. Phase number one is crisis, phase number two is chaos, and phase number three is a suboptimal solution, and that's how decisions are made. All I'm trying to say this time around, and I was prime minister, finance minister, and foreign minister for a total of eight years, and I've been in these budget negotiations, I've never seen a budget negotiation being finished basically half a year before it was supposed to be finished. I've never seen a 750 billion euro recovery package balanced between loans and grants being agreed basically within two months. This is a world record for the European Union in that sense as a pro-European. I'm very happy and I think it's a good deal. It was done because of necessity and reality and because everyone realized from the beginning of COVID-19 that we're in the same boat here. I, I hesitate to take examples from previous crises, but I remember vividly the financial crisis, uh, sovereign debt crisis, which then turned into a euro crisis. It basically took four years to create the so-called ESM, the European Stability Mechanism. This time around, it took you could say four months to come up with a 750 billion euro package. Uh, so in that sense, it was breakneck speed, but it was done through necessity uh, rather than goodwill would be my argument. And in a funny kind of a way, you could say that this really, really deepened European integration in an unprecedented way. And I think that's a good thing for Europe. Uh, I can also say that I agree with the Finnish Prime Minister and everyone who says that there needs to be tight and tough conditionality between values, rule of law and disbursement of money. And I'm sure in the long run, something like that uh, will be put up as a mechanism. But actually, there's no... Uh, the, when he mentions the rule of law, uh, he means uh, Poland and uh, Hungary. We... Uh, Last Tuesday we had a, an episode about the Polish election and there uh, Andrzej Duda who is against LGBT. So the, all the European Union's uh, Western countries, they hate Eastern Europe because they are based Hungary. They won't let any migrants in uh, Poland the same. All these Eastern European countries, they, they take the money from Europe but uh, they don't they don't care about their rules and of course that's very wise of them to do so but uh, but if we look at this uh, this rule of law thing uh, here's an other video from uh, Dominic Tarczynski he's the the famous guy, famous guy that uh, said uh, we'll take Poland has zero illegals, zero terrorist attacks, zero everything. And he said that uh, Poland gained 160 billion euros and they managed to retain their veto over any rule of law compliance mechanism. And here's a uh, 40 second clip.
So everything they say is uh, fake, and uh, the European Union is a. It's worse than Washington. It's uh, they speak twenty-eight different languages there. Nobody understands what they say. Nobody cares what they say. Nobody votes even for these people. There's in Finland less than forty percent of the population even cares to vote for these uh, people in the parliament and as you might know the parliament has no power so it's a it's a fake democracy it's it's actually it's like the soviet union this uh, centralized uh, system so finland didn't they, they, they said that finland first is we don't believe in Finland first. The Finnish people that went there to negotiate, they said, we don't believe in Finland first. So, understandably, the results uh, won't end up being uh, too favorable to Finns because there's nobody at the table uh, fighting for our interests. Yeah, and uh, uh, their only concern, this, women, this feminist government, you've heard of uh, the, their only concern was about this rule of law so, so that, that they would would be able to use the money to blackmail uh, Hungary Poland uh, and other eastern european countries uh, to be more liberal yeah and these eastern european countries they say no fuck you Give, they got 100 Poland alone got 160 billion euros and there's no, uh, there's no rule of law, and all this uh, talk about rule of law in Poland is bullshit. Because what has Poland done? Okay, they they don't take illegal migrants, which is okay, and also their Supreme Court, uh, what they have done is that they have uh, fired ju judges or justices that are over seventy five because they they were from the Soviet era and they were communist and. Uh, Nobody liked them, so they fired them. And that's against the rule of law, according to these Brussels bureaucrats. But even that, Poland, uh, zero fucks uh, given. You know the Dominik Tarczynski guy. I could show an, an older uh, clip from this guy. He's on Sky, Sky News, and uh, the Sky News reporter is whining about... Uh, Poland not taking migrants and uh, and the journalist argument is that Jean-Claude Juncker said you're a racist and it's an epic clip I, I just need to to find it from my Bitshoot channel I, I had subtitled it in uh, Finnish I um, I'll show it show it uh, very shortly if I can find it I've noticed that some videos on BitChute, they don't play for some reason. Uh, I don't know if it's the peer-to-peer -peer system that is failing or, or what, but let's see if this one uh, is working. I hope so. So it's, it's uh, this guy. Yeah, we, I have noticed that some of my videos they on BitChute they they just don't uh, they just don't work. 
So uh, it's very sad because I used Bitroot as my archive when my uh, YouTube channel was uh, shut down with zero strikes, zero strikes, zero illegals, zero terrorist attacks, zero fucks given and, and so on. But um, but it's always the same thing, like with the rule of law thing. And we talked about this last week. That and it's it was back then that I said that uh, this will end up being all talk from the EU, like the liberal countries, because they really don't have anything against anything to hold against. Uh, the Eastern European countries, because if they take their money away, uh, because they are not liberal enough, they are also taking away the only only reason these countries have to stay in the EU, uh, which could uh, trigger them leaving the EU, and uh, uh, that's definitely not what the liberals want, because they want a strong and intact EU. So they can't really do anything. It's always the same thing that they threaten these countries and they try to pretend that they are going to do something, but they never end up doing anything because they don't want the EU to break up. Yeah, because they they transferred all our factories to Eastern Europe because of cheap labor. And uh, of course, since they they transferred all the factories to Eastern Europe, they also needed to give money so as the infrastructure could be... Uh, uh, improved because the roads in Poland were very uh, very shitty and uh, if if they hadn't given money to that no truck driver would uh, work there uh, here's a picture so the guy that is getting his ass drilled here is Finland the guy drilling is the social democrats and uh, the guy monitoring the situation is us, the Finns. That was by uh, Tony Jalonen, uh, a guy that uh, claimed he uh, he's a fascist and he caused an, an outrage. Uh, here's a guy, Blepsama, on uh, Twitter. He's He has been on, uh, on a... Uh, I can't remember, is it Jake Lloyd or Scott Greer? one of those uh, YouTube channels. And he says that Finland getting taken to the cleaners for this multi-billion corona relief program, footing the bill like the Germans, but without a German mega economy, all while the useless countries in the EU are crying they need even more gibs. The last time we bailed out the pigs, Portugal, Italy, Greece and Spain, there was at least a good shitposting campaign by Finnish posters to spam the phrase pay debts at all government channels to th of these countries so that Portugal's foreign ministry had to respond they are planning to. So uh, that's, uh, that's the sad reality. We don't live in a democracy. Uh, the social democrats that are in power, the leftists, the Greens, and uh, all these other feminist parties in Finland, their voters are retarded. They they don't understand anything. So these puppet politicians, they can do whatever they want there. 
they can f- they can announce that yeah we'll be strong against Poland. We will we will tell those Poles that uh, if you don't take those migrants, we will uh, we will not give you the money. But they gave it they gave the money, so they achieved nothing. They achieved absolutely nothing. It was completely useless of them to to even show their faces there. In a in a normal uh, democracy, they would have said that "fuck you, we are not giving any money." Here are the European uh, documents. Here you can see the map of the European Union. As you can see, UK is not in the EU. In the EU. Switzerland isn't, and uh, Norway, Iceland, they are not. So uh, this is the effect of the coronavirus uh, thing and uh, the the redder the worse. But you can see that Finland here, we are very red. So we we were very much impacted by the COVID thing. But still we, we are paying tons of money so this is not uh, uh, not serious because uh, if we are as red or one region in Finland is as red as Italy or whatever these countries here are, why don't we get the money? We we are just paying for this. And the logic of the <clears throat> Finnish ministers is something really strange. Like they say that. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, this will be in the long-term benefit of Finland because this will help the EU economy get to its feet and uh, then there will be more export from Finland. Uh, so they are basically giving other countries money so that they could buy Finnish products. So why not just give that money to Finnish people so that they could buy Finnish products with it? Yeah, here's the... A table with the different countries in Europe. The first one is Belgium, the last one is Sweden, and the one before Sweden is Finland. And you can see that we are giving 12.9 billion, we are getting 5.3, so the the total is that we lose 7.7 billion euros, which is 3.2% of our GDP. If you compare it to Germany, who are paying the most, as Bleb Sama said in his uh, way, uh, their share is 3.9%. France is giving uh, 52.3 billion, but their share is 2.2% of the GDP. And you can see Poland, uh, Poland are, they are strong and they get 6.8%. And uh, so it's every single time the same thing. The countries that don't pay taxes, they get the most. And we who pay the most taxes, everything is taxed at 25% in Finland. You buy a beer, it's 25% uh, value-added tax. And there's more than 100% tax because of alcohol tax and uh, and. Uh, Everything is super expensive in Finland, but we still have to pay 
And it's not enough to pay for our own shit here. We have to pay for those guys. And uh, yeah, this excuse that, yeah, uh, what these puppet uh, politicians are claiming is that yeah, Finland, uh, uh, without exports, Finland would die. Okay, and uh, the countries that are getting most of the money, and first of all, it's not countries, it's banks, it's French banks getting the money, but they probably they have believed that uh, the money goes to Italy and Greece. But Greece and Italy, they they barely buy anything from Finland, so it doesn't really matter. And if they needed stuff from Finland, they would buy it anyways. And this thing that we take the loans from the private banks and we give this money to these countries or these other banks, it's clearly a scam. It's nothing else but a scam. But the media, they, I, I don't even know if they act retarded. I think they are retarded. The media guys, the so-called journalists, they don't really understand what's happening. They don't even investigate. They don't. They they don't understand anything. So they they make up these stories that yeah we have a European solidarity. We are helping the the poor Italians and uh, whatever. But no, it's it's fake. Everything is fake, and uh, it's very. These are the people who, because we showed the guy that was hammered or claimed to be hammered but uh, i don't know there's people in the european union if i don't advocate for political violence of course i would never do that but um, it seems like it's just random people getting attacked uh, there's politicians without any power that get attacked because they are racist or Whatever. But all this shit, they are flying in their private planes. They are drinking champagne while uh, flying. And when this Vogue model uh, came to Finland, she she didn't uh, even speak with the, the media. So we are living in an open society. We are living in... Uh, democracy but they don't speak with the media so this is this is not a serious country and uh, democracy is uh, is a hoax it doesn't work it's uh, it's very sad to to live in this uh, in these circumstances that uh, we have political parties that making up this uh, this uh, theater where they claim to be against stuff that they actually are for and uh, it's not working this democracy is it's bullshit it would be much better to live in a dictatorship with clear rules than I don't know, look at this uh, the one on the right is uh, are feminist uh, this 
is Merkel, this is von der Leyen, and uh, I don't know who this uh, witch is, but uh, it's not, this is, this is not, a, this is far from optimal, this situation. We, we shouldn't have to live with this, this shit. Uh, here's a, uh, a guy from uh, Germany, Dr. Gunnar Beck, he's from the Alternative from Germany, I think he's an MEP, and he says the EU 750 billion recovery fund is bad news for Ireland too. Ireland will pay 15.7 billion into the fund plus higher EU budget contributions in future. The North European countries will become again what they were 2000 years ago, tax colonies of the Roman Empire. So we, we have some sane voices, but uh, but they are not heard and the people that understand the problem they don't they don't do what uh, what is required so the re that's the reason why these uh, stupid bitches are winning and this uh, I shared this meme by saying that it's quite pathetic to see that a uh, europhile club of stupid retards is uh, making memes against a uh, fake party that is as europhile as they are so these guys kokomus uh, nuoret they are they are conservatives and they are making fun of this uh, this bimbo and they say, when your youth asks where all their money went. But these, the people that made this meme, they are even more for this Euro, this Euro socialism. So I wonder how do these people even uh, believe in this shit? Who are the people that are following even this political theater? And the people that are voting for this shit? It seemed unbelievable. And there was one funny answer for this. It was uh, this guy. Reminder of history. Just say the Jews usury and plot to genocide white nations. When your youth asks where all their money went, just say the Jews. And uh, I would never uh, say that because uh, we have no proof of... Uh, and that's a conspiracy theory and we never we would never uh, spread any conspiracy theories because we don't believe the conspiracy theories they are we know that they are not uh, they are not true because these same politicians have said to us that those are conspiracy theories so we would never never ever say anything like that but it's a sad state of uh, affairs. Uh, we have to live with people that don't understand and they have, they can vote. They don't, they have zero clue and they believe everything these, these evil witches are saying. And it even doesn't matter are they, if they are women or not, because uh, we've seen male politicians 
do the same shit and uh, how can we win this that's an interesting uh, question can we win this uh, can we the uk they managed to leave the the european union so they don't have to participate in that uh, that scam or that heist but they still haven't solved their problem with migration so uh, it's uh, in the US Trump won but still it's it looks like uh, nothing is happening BLM is uh, rioting uh, they are killing people and I don't know the idea of a political solution if someone thought that would was possible I don't know who who believes that anymore I am still uh, hoping that that's uh, it's not uh, that we don't have to uh, that we don't need to see any terrorism but uh, yeah that's uh, that's very sad uh, meet son man says on entropy I like your guys 8-bit graphic yeah you probably mean uh, this logo yeah some friend of ours sent that yeah you can also donate on entropy we have the link on uh, it's entropystream.live slash vpfm and we have streamlabs you can donate there and what I've seen is that uh, there's uh, some DLive uh, lemons and so on so there's uh, uh, those are red already a star pilot sent a diamond valkoinen heteromies sent a diamond and there's uh, subscriptions yeah and white, thank you to everyone white rabbit radio is hosting uh, will be on white rabbit radio on august the 1st Full Moon Ancestry subscribed for three months and donated a Ninja Kini. He says Finnish, Finnish Lives Matter, White Lives Matter, Awakening 2020, Steel Chaos 2020, and then uh, this uh, sign. Yeah, so we, we will probably uh, during uh, the fall be talk, talking more about the Awakening Conference and perhaps have some of the speakers of the conference as guests on this live stream uh, but um, maybe around September something like that yeah. start with it yeah um, about White Lives Matter we had a uh, a happening on a Saturday uh, on the freeway uh, there was a, uh, a thing I could I could show here White Lives Matter, there's lots of people uh, saying that, yeah, the, but, but we, we, I just uh, filmed the event. So here's a 51, 51 second clip. And you could see that uh, on the freeway there was a uh, White Lives Matter banner on Saturday. That That's how it looked like. And uh, I was, I was just filming the event. I would never, because I've heard that White Lives Matter is racism. <laughs> I would never say anything like that. But uh, I noticed by accident that there was 
this uh, thing happening. So I went there and uh, filmed the event. And uh, I noticed that some truck drivers uh, honked and uh, also other drivers did the same. And there was uh, some people that uh, came and asked what's this about and they agreed with these organizers. They said, yeah, well, why is it that every other race can be proud and uh, but not uh, us Finns? Some of you might say that Finns are not white, but uh, okay, we don't. And so here I was filming the, the thing and uh, my, my crew was uh, in interviewing the guy. Yeah, so it was a very short thing. Uh, they covered five bridges on the freeway here, and uh, it would be cool if there were more people doing that. The reason they didn't attach the banner to the to the freeway uh, to the bridge was that if the police had come there, they would have probably fined them for uh, attaching the banner. But if you just hold a banner, they cannot find you for anything. Of course, the banner could have been bigger, but uh, yeah, it's, it was the first time, and uh, maybe maybe this will inspire people to to do something and become more active in this uh, thing. Uh, so yeah, White Lives Matter. There's another White Lives Matter happening in uh, August August sixteenth in Turku. Uh, where uh, three years ago an asylum a Moroccan asylum seeker killed two people I think it was two women and injured eight it was the first ISIS attack in Finland and on August the 16th they will be commemorating that event and we will be live streaming it on this channel so it's on uh, it's on August the 16th and uh, it's a to finish time so that's uh, noon UK so I think it's 7 a.m. Eastern so August uh, 16th we'll be uh, telling about it more it's on a it's, a it's a Sunday so by following this channel you can get the notification when it happens uh, we've been there twice and uh, every year there's the Antifa disturbing the event but uh, I don't know it's a peaceful event where nobody says anything and after the march people just drop flowers in the, into the river in Turku 
but the Antifa, they are drumming, they are shouting, they are using their megaphones. And I find it funny because, uh, well, it's because they prove that they don't care about anything. They, they are just there to disturb people. And the more they disturb us, uh, the more maybe normies understand that okay, they, they, they really are a terrorist group. But uh, that's yeah, it. Maybe we could uh, move on to the France story. Okay, so yeah, there's a story in France. Uh, there was a 23-year-old uh, girl, a uh, nurse, and uh, she was killed. Um it it happened a few i think it it happened on friday i'm i'm not sure and uh this sparked a uh, a twitter campaign with hashtag on le nom which means uh, hashtag we want the names because france and other european countries when there are crimes happening uh, the police, the media, nobody tells the names. They don't show pictures, they don't show anything. In the US, at least there's, on most crimes you get the the names, you, you get the race and uh, you get the pictures. But in Europe, they have decided to hide. They think it's a good strategy to hide the, the paper perpetrators, their names or their races. And, in Europe, we just need the names because we know if the guy's name is Mohammed, we know that what's about. Uh, so this was a 23-year-old girl, a nurse, and she was walking her dog and some uh, enrichers, uh, they hit her dog with their car and she started to complain to, to them at, uh, okay, this is you just kill my dog. I don't. I don't. I don't like this. I don't. I'm not racist, but I don't like that you killed my dog. That's not okay. So what did the enrichers do? They took the girl and they dragged her for almost a mile, or half a mile, eight hundred meters, half a mile. They dragged her behind their car. And she died. And the uh, whole weekend, the French far right, they were uh, trying to make uh, hashtag we want the names to trend and they succeeded. And today, a few hours ago, we got the names. And uh, we were very shocked to uh, learn that the guys were called Youssef and Mohammed. And the girl's name was Axel that we knew already. So she she was dragged for 800 meters, which is half a mile. And here's uh, other um, details about the story. So they were jailed on Monday. And... Uh, the guy didn't 
he had lost his driver's license for some reason. This, yeah, this happened in Lyon, uh, which is in uh, so- south uh, southeast France. And uh, this Mohammed Y, uh, he. He did. He he's convicted. He's in jail because he didn't help this 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 uh, woman. So the woman's name is Axel Dorier. She's twenty three and she's a nurse, and she was killed. And this is the hashtag that uh, they got trending. And here are some uh, Facebook posts with pictures. And this happened on the 18th of July, and now it, so it happened three days ago. And uh, there was, I think, there was six guys. One of the passengers was freed because, uh, because yeah, he was freed because yeah, he's uh, he's a Muslim, so they get freed and. Uh, People got this hashtag to trend in France on the French Twitter, and here's a uh, he's a so-called far-right activist, and he says that uh, he lists different vic- French victims and who got killed, and the media doesn't speak about them. But whenever a guy called Adama is uh, is even uh, jailed. They got they get riots. So this is the woman again. Uh, here's uh, some activists uh, remembering the the happening. And uh, the two guys that now are uh, jailed. They were panicked. They were panicking, and they called uh, the big brothers of the the area. And so, from this already, we knew that uh, okay, these are, these people are not French. And uh, well, there's a video clip I haven't watched. C'est donc joué ce dimanche très tôt, peu avant 4 heures du matin, dans cette rue, rue de l'Anticaille. On est dans le 5e arrondissement de Lyon, pas très loin de la basilique de Fourvière, à deux pas du théâtre antique. Alors, selon les premiers éléments de l'enquête confiés à la sûreté départementale, tout serait parti d'un différent entre la jeune femme qui était en train de promener son chien et le conducteur d'une voiture qui roulait à vive allure. D'abord, c'est l'animal qui a été percuté ce qui a provoqué l'altercation puis la jeune femme a été volontairement renversée et traînée sur 800 mètres, elle n'a pas survécu, trois suspects ont été placés en garde à vue, parmi eux il y a le conducteur du véhicule ils se sont rendus d'eux-mêmes au commissariat deux heures après les faits, selon le parquet de Lyon, les auditions de témoins et les investigations de la police technique et scientifique se poursuivent activement afin de déterminer les circonstances précises du okay, so it happened at 4 a.m. and uh, the dog was hit first and then they took the woman and uh, dragged her 
for half a mile and she died. And uh, I don't know if there were <coughs> other interesting details. Yeah, she had uh, at least, well, one member was, probably her arm was uh, ripped. And here are some blood stains on the, the road. Yeah, and she was angry because her because they had hit her dog. And uh, well, that's the reality in Europe. With the, even before the migrant crisis of twenty fifteen, that was the if you got if you encountered enrichers in Europe, you had better not to you had better to flee not to get involved with them because and it, this... uh, it's been pretty much the same as on the video that i think white rabbit radio showed the uh, video in which the black girls beat the white girl up at the airport and i think he talked about the uh, disengaging with these people too that the uh, white people should realize that when they are dealing with these people uh, first of all, they have no restraint, so uh, they will, they might kill you for things uh, that make absolutely no sense, and uh, they might not even understand that they are killing you. They might not even intend to kill you, but they are just so wild and stupid that they don't realize that they are doing so. So people shouldn't expect any rational behavior and people also shouldn't expect help from outsiders or even the law enforcement like in the airport case uh, the, where was the security when all that was going on so yeah so true. people should just understand to keep distance to these people at all cause uh, with all causes that uh, uh, just don't interact with these people if they uh, try to pick a fight with you don't start don't get in on it because uh, you are not you're not going to land on top of it yeah, there's people saying that yeah there's a hint of french in that accent french confirmed uh, what i don't understand what people are saying about this uh, but yeah that that's the sad thing that and if if imagine this girl with her dog she had been with some muscled guys with guns or whatever they would have beaten these enrichers or killed them they would be in jail now and it would be a story and you would know about this because it would be on cnn and everywhere that you had a far right they, they, they killed some poor doctors and engineers and this is this is not sane. This this situation currently in the West, it's not sane. That uh, for some reason these, I don't know who, the boomers or whatever, people, the hippies traumatized by the colonization uh, era or whatever. They, they think that, yeah, in the 1800s, Europeans were racist because they, uh, they went and tried to civilize Africans. So now it's okay to... To get killed in Europe for absolutely no reason—that's the 
the way they, I think, rationalize this, uh, this treatment of events, that uh, if you get, you're on the subway and you get attacked by migrants, it's not a big deal. But if you fight against them, then you are the far right and then it's a big story. So you, it's like in St. Louis, the, the McCloskey's, protecting their home against the BLM rioters. They are now charged because they, it seems that they, do, they actually didn't have the right to protect their home. So uh, we are not winning here and it's, uh, we are losing on every front. The European Union, the money given to banks, we are losing on the demographics, we are losing everywhere. This is not, not looking good. And maybe it needs to get worse. And when it gets really, really bad, that it hits everybody, then people will vote for the far right 90% and then then they will get deported. Maybe that's that's how it it will end. I don't know. It doesn't look good because every year we lose votes because they they import their voters to vote for them. So it's uh, it's a matter of time. Can we win this? This is the the most interesting because whining and exposing different events and crimes okay but how do we solve this problem that's the the biggest question can we have political parties can we have organizations or do we have to take the same strategy as uh, the antifa uh, like because they they the, the antifa says that we are not an organization it's just a random people maybe we should take that approach and not create organizations and just claim that okay we we are random citizens and we don't have any party we don't have any far right organization and that at least the government couldn't hit us and uh, the media couldn't well the media can always lie and the governments can also lie but how do we win this this is the biggest question because it's it's uh, it's getting worse and worse every every year and a few wins there and there a white lives matter banner there okay that's cool but uh, it's not it's not making us win it's 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 nice to see that but it's not we are not winning here and uh, we've had uh, also in finland we we had a murder was twenty first uh so fourth it was two two or three weeks ago one Finn was murdered by Africans and other migrants and the police just today they announced uh, yeah by the way did you know that uh, we knew it already that weekend but only today they said that we are looking for these people and by the way did you know that they were they were black or brown? Yes we knew that but uh how does it help us? We there's tons of them in Helsinki. So how do you beat the state? Uh, well, by 
taken over by votes, if we get the people to understand that we need this uh, racial consciousness to win the, the thing, because if, if, if those people keep voting for social democrats or greens or whatever, conservatives, we will not win because these parties I have the experience, I'm just in the city council, and whenever I start to speak about this, they start to to make noises, like animals. They want to shut me down, but I don't... I just shout back at them, and I say to them, shut the fuck up, I'm speaking here. So usually they, they quiet down, and if they keep shouting, I'm just waiting that they, they stop, so my speech gets heard on the, the video. But uh, these old parties, they will not... And also one way to win is to get the far right high enough so these parties fear for their losses, and then they will change their behaviors. But uh, this is not maybe enough. Maybe we really need a big win so we take over the whole system and uh, we start to dictate what has to be done and then we don't have to care about anything because even this European Union, uh, this corona relief uh, bullshit our, our experts or the what's the constitutional uh, council in Finland said that uh, actually, actually this coronavirus uh, European fund is against the Finnish constitution but it didn't slow these uh, feminists. The feminists said, okay, okay, it's against the constitution, who, who cares? So when we get in power, they can say that you cannot deport these people because it's against the constitution. We can say, so what? Who cares about the constitution? We can deport people, we don't give a fuck. You can, you can make a complaint. Uh, you, think, you, you think deporting illegals and criminals is against the constitution. Uh, you can send you, you can send your complaints to that uh, office, and uh, we'll we'll deal with your complaints, and we'll uh, we'll get back to you in two or three years, and uh, we'll see that we'll write a nice report saying that uh, yeah, it probably it was against the constitution, but uh, but given the circumstances, it was. It was needed. These deportations were needed for public safety. And this is what our approach. We need bold people. We need intelligent people that understand how politics works. We need. We don't need these people that look at every uh, constitution, uh, whatever. Article. Oh, there's this article saying you cannot deport. Yes, you can. We are. Sovereign nation, we have the right to deport uh, people that are uh, that are killing us. We, we we have to deport them. So maybe this this is wishful thinking that I'm just uh, uh, saying out loud here. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, do we take the uh, the white baby girl or do we end here? Uh, let's just take the white baby girl um, um, 
I don't think this will take long. Okay, so but this was I think this was very funny. Okay, so here's uh, Annette. <laughs> And, uh, Annette re receives cruel criticism over her seventh pregnancy. Children have five different fathers. And this woman looked the most uh, typical thing ever. Uh, that, uh, uh, like, they always look like this. They, are, they have a bad makeup on. They are always somewhat chubby and they look like uh, they have the sort of bloated features. Like, they drink a lot. They always have tattoos. So... It's always this type, and I uh, often see people say that people should have as many white babies as possible, but this woman is a prime example of no, not everybody, like most people should have as many white babies as possible, but not everybody should. So this clip is 90 seconds, yeah, uh, so have, you, have you watched it? Uh, yeah, I have. Is it worth watching? Yeah, let's just okay. get it. Okay, so what the fuck is this? Uh, Ainakin mun kohdalla oli just silleen, että mut tuominnu ja varsinkin just ulkopuoliset, ketkä ei tunne ja tiedä ja oikeesti näe sitä arvoa. Okay, so people who don't know me, they are, they they are judging. judging me. Okay, well, I, don't, yeah, I don't know you and I'm already... And look at those ugly tattoos on the chubby arm. <laughs> okay, maybe I should take this view. Arkea Joo. faktaa. Ja just silleen, että miksi mä teen uusia lapsia, kun mä oon ne vanhat hylännyt ja niin kun, että mä oon itsekäsiä ja mulla on oikeutta tehdä niin lisää lapsia ja olla onnellinen ja nauttia niin näistä muista lapsista. Että tämmöistä niin se on koko ajan tälläkin hetkellä. Ihmiset arvostelee, kyseenalaistaa, haukkuu, puhuu niin todella rumasti ja siis hyvin julmasti. And she says that the people speak very cruelly about her and say that she shouldn't have any more children because she has deserted her uh, other children. So all of the six children she already has live in foster homes because she is an unfit mother. And the fathers don't want to have anything to do with the children. So why do these people... <laughs> Uh, criticize her. That's very cruel. <laughs> Just because of those uh, facts. Että hän on törmännyt niinku todella, todella monta kertaa näiden vuosien aikana. Mut just toikin, miten sä niinku puhut sun lapsista, sä puhut niinku tosi kauniisti niinku kaikista ja jotenkin susta tulee... Is this the so-called journalist? And uh, she of course praises the mother. You, you speak so kindly about all your children. Yeah, yeah, she must be the prime mother, like the, the supreme mother uh, for having six children in a foster care at the age of 26. But is this the... Yeah, she's the, like the reporter on the show. This is some sort of a TV show this clip is from. That Never watch TV. Do not watch TV. Drop your TV. Use it as a screen for... For interesting material, but do not watch these degenerate uh, contents. Tulee niinku semmonen niinku tunne, että kyllähän se niistä niinku välitetään, että mun mielestä on niinku tosi väärin, miten ihmiset niinku oikeesti muka luulee tietävänsä tavallaan sen, mitä sä ajattelet. And she says that, yeah, it, it's, it really seems that you care for your children, so I think it's like, it's like uh, wrong that people like, uh, people like the, think that they know. Every... Uh, so... The six children are in foster care. So she isn't fit to care for the children. 
every second you, every second word is like yeah I, I hate these people and this is like a tv professional doing this esimerkiksi tänkin niinku raskauden ja niinku vauvan kohdalla niin tota et ihan niinku ollut vaan kaksi tai kolme ihmistä ketkä on oikeesti niinku ollut sille että onneksi olko että tosi hienoa ja And she says that um, only two or three people have congratulated her for her pregnancy. And that's just, uh, that just means that she has run into two or three people who managed not to be honest in front of her. Nobody really thinks this is worth congratulating for, but she has run into a couple of people who are so shy that they, uh, that uh, they don't have the guts to be honest, so they just pretend to be all happy and congratulate her. And uh, yeah, we should have probably mentioned, but ninku is like, so if you... If you hear the word ninku, it means like... And oikeesti, it's... Uh, uh, like for real. Yeah, for real. This is pure white trust. And these people get on the TV for... No reason at all. They are every day on the TV, but we, we have, we have, real stuff to say, but we are banned from TV. Ilo siitä vaan oikeesti pilpittomasti, että muuten on ihan siis tosi tosi niin kuollut sillä ei niin kuin välinpitämätöntä, mutta mä jotenkin tiedän niin tottunut, en mä hirve, enpä mä nyt hirveästi, että se on nyt tällä jonain muista kassaanut siis sillä ei tiedän, että mä on aina oikeesti joka niin kuin pilpittomasti onnellinen tulee. Fuck you. you! I hate these people. They're pure and white trash. She complained that, and I haven't really received congratulations for the other children either. Yeah, because nobody sees any reason to congratulate you. Everybody feels sorry for the children. And here in the article, they say that this woman is 26 and she's pregnant for her seventh child. She has children with five different men, and they say uh, some of the fathers are involved, some not. And they say that her seventh pregnancy uh, was started in a short relationship with a married man. Okay, Annette is not even a real Finnish name. So. It's a white trash name. Like, a, uh, like a, in Finland, normal Finns have like normal Finnish names. But if you hear strange names that sound foreign like Annette it's not Finnish name it's it's like this trying to be fancy name or or first names that have let like C letter C in them because uh, Finnish names never have C in them uh, so they are always like these white trash names that they try to give fancy sounding names to the children and they always are the people like this that if you uh as if you hear a woman in Finland who is called like Annette or Cheryl or something like that, you can you can already know that it's some sort of a white trash woman like this. Okay, so it's the seventh pregnancy and uh, father is married to another woman and the, the, and guy, the, the guy is... Uh, the guy doesn't want to have anything to do with the child and he, he didn't respond positively. And she says that the pregnancy wasn't planned, but I also don't want to use the word accident because I feel that every child is a blessing and a gift. Yes. So, so now you're a Christian. Right? So what do you think? Have all these guys been really aware that she isn't using 
contraception. Like I, I have a hard time understanding how can this happen that she manages to cheat a guy after another into having unprotected sex with her. That has she, has she lied to them? Has she told them that she's on the pill or what has happened? Well, she's and that she's tr- trying to make this out to be an ac- sort of an accident but the, how can it be an accident you already have six children you should know how babies are being made like you should know that sex can lead to having babies so okay so do we need to read this shit <laughs> let's see if there's anything and then they say that the, when she was 17, she already had two children and she says that she was happy and uh, she did well and she considered herself a good mother. And then she said that she wound up in a bad relationship and then all of her three uh, eldest children uh, wound up in foster care. And she said that it was such a time that... Uh, I had a relationship that wasn't good for the kids. I suffered in that relationship and so did the children. There was a lot of uh, uh, psychological violence and substance abuse from my partner. He cheated on me continuously and we had uh, exhausting fights. I got completely uh, fatigued and in that situation in my life it was better for children to go in foster care. So she stayed in that sort of a sort of relationship even though she had the children and she knew that it was bad for them. She took some drugged up guy into the life of the, these children and at the same time she's saying that she's a good mother for children. Okay, it gets worse and worse. I, I and look at the, they're, they're always like this. And Always the ugly tattoos. All This is... Uh... Yeah, now she, she and she says that uh, in middle of her uh, turbulent times, she had uh, uh, found uh, uh, or confined in faith and God, and that uh, despite of prejudice and mean comments from people, she tries to focus on her life and uh, uh, living with the new baby. Uh, so she also uh, apparently. At least says that she's religious. Okay, this... Like so, and in case you didn't understand from the story alone, this woman is single now. So all you lucky guys there in the audience, <laughs> yeah, this is go not... and have your try. This is not a seri- wife material. <laughs> not a serious uh, country here. Um. And the only reason something like that is even possible is because we have the welfare state that if this woman actually had to provide for her own kids, uh, she would have never made it past the, the first couple of kids because both both she and the kids would have starved. So this is what you get when you take the providing responsibility away from the father and give it to the state. When fathers become needless women can just act like this if they want to the taxpayer ends up paying for the bill and uh, the uh, children come into this world who are not properly cared for and they usually suffer for it for their entire lives this lack of care and these uh, unstable conditions that they've had to live under so this is all like a 
awful social structures that make this sort of phenomenon possible. Yeah, and probably there's always been these kinds of people, but now they are praised in the on primetime TV, so that's a, that's a different story. Uh, on Entropy, uh, White Oulu says that show show a small snippet of this. So yeah, this is the crazy woman that uh, negotiated. Your Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, the Corona pandemic has put the governments and citizens of all countries into a new situation. Finland's society has provided a strong basis for the difficult decisions needed for international sustainability blah, blah, by government nation. For Finland to try. I don't know who this is. But, uh, <laughs> I, this is the picture. That's, that... that's like uh, they have think, uh, thought about this long and hard in some like bureaucrat office office uh, some feminists have been thinking of this that okay who should we put as our front woman on the video like who should who, who would be like a, giving a good image of Finland yeah let's put this woman but that's the big well that that video has it's the, from the Finnish government the YouTube channel can show it it has uh, 1339 views the likes and dislikes have been uh, um Can, not not cancelled, but uh, deactivated. This is the channel. There's 26 comments. I'm not. This is from Finnish citizen. I'm not okay with this. What you say on this video? Nobody asking me or any other Finnish citizen. Do we want to use our resources to these agendas? And sure, I know why. You know that nobody in the right mind going to support these agendas. And so everybody, of course, there's migrants, Yasser, Hamouda, they say, thank you, Mrs. Sanna and your government. Fuck you. And there was a, a comment about those white trash names that I mentioned in the previous story. And Roar here in the chat says that like Jacqueline, Cindy and Kevin in Germany. Isn't Kevin also a white trash name in France? Yeah, Kevin. Uh, you're... <laughs> <laughs> you know that it's it's not a serious guy if you hear that name. Uh, on uh, D Live, uh, we have um, Full Moon Ancestry gifted a subscription to Polarite Susi and to Ilmari L. And Erik Jonkas, uh, he writes Paskat Islamista. Know that Eric Jonkas uh, used to be on YouTube, and I think he's from Canada, and he also received a one-month subscription from Starpilot. And Pascal Islamista, how would you? It's a fuck Islam. Yeah, you could translate it like that. Um, I don't know why he. I remember on uh, when Tina was on uh, Happy Homelands. And I was monitoring the chat. There was always Eric Jongas writing Pascat Islamist. And I wondered why does this Canadian guy write in Finnish? But uh, it's, uh, it's okay. You can say that we uh, we are for free speech. And uh, 
But when when you see these white trash people and you see Islam, uh, which is worse? I, it's uh, difficult to say. I, I'm not for Islam, but uh, at least they don't have this uh, embarrassing bullshit on their TVs. That's uh, one... Uh, well, we don't need to... Yeah, like there, that's but... not something you would catch on TV in like Saudi Arabia or Iran or Pakistan that there would be some local Fatima with tattoos on her arms explaining about her seven children to five different fathers and being praised by reporters for doing so. Yeah, but yeah, maybe we can win it uh, without uh, without getting help from the Muslims. Because uh, yeah, they're not okay, but uh, yeah, that's I think that's all the donations we got uh, today. So thanks for those, and uh, I'm I always upload these episodes on Beatroot, so you can watch them there, and uh, you can donate via Subscribestar via bitcoins via there's tons of uh, ways to donate to us you can find all the links on the dlive about section and we are live usually on tuesdays and fridays at 3 eastern that's 8 uk 9 central european time and 10 our local time so be sure to follow our channel we reached the 3000 limit uh, last week so we will be able to apply for global partner in a few days we just need to get more subscribers and we need to stream a bit more because there's also a stream day limit and uh, maybe we'll get it maybe we won't but uh, doesn't matter we'll we'll still apply for it it will be cooler and uh, what else could i say here uh, yeah, thanks for watching and uh, should I play this uh, Ode to Joy yeah. it's, uh, this is the European Union uh, anthem so we'll see you on uh, Friday at the same hour at the same hour 3 Eastern and uh, 8 UK so I'll uh, start it here so uh, see you oh, bye you. bye and my voice is on it too. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, he shows his cam going next.